Hey, series finale, folks. The boys are back in town. Someone call Thin Lizzy. We watch the final episode of a show we've never even seen. Never seen the show. This show is in your ears on Monday mornings. We put it up on the night of the Lord on Sunday. <laughs> there is no God, so don't worry about when you put it up. But put it up on were, Friday. Well, you know, that's we don't our Muslim listeners they're at service at that time. <laughs> so why would we put it up during the prayer of our most common demographic? That's you know? actually what they call from those those giant minarets, whatever. <laughs> that's this is what they blasted out <laughs> to to call uh, the Muslim call to prayer. Yeah, a lot of people think it's called a prayer. It's actually call to finale. Yes. <laughs> Yes, call to watch, to listen to series finale. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday nights, we put up a Patreon episode, which is a, uh, if you pay five bucks a month, we put out an extra episode every week where we watch a series premiere of a television show. That's right. And that ha- we've seen sometimes. That's true. We go, we go, we have fewer rules and restrictions with the Patreon episode. Less, yeah. We've right. seen the shows. Sometimes we watch pornography that would be considered very taboo in most cultures, like right. animals, uh, amputees. <laughs> we'll do that on the Patreon episode because there's right, really no right. rules. And yeah. we're not beholden to our sponsors like we are here. You know? Right, right. So uh, actually... <laughs> Stamps.com. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening and, you know, more than four or five years in the future, there's a good chance the Patreon doesn't exist anymore. So don't even worry about it. You right. Know? And right. if you're listening four or five years in the future, it's probably some kind of background check. Safe to say we're disqualified. Let's <laughs> disqualify us now. And if you're listening four to five years from now, you're getting excited for the third round of Trump, you know? <laughs> for well, Trump, Trump campaigning for his third term as U.S. Yes. president? Yes, exactly. Wow. Not really a campaign, more of a victory lap already. <laughs> okay, so he's gotten the second term, and third term is going to be no problem. Right. He'll be ignoring the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope. Well, they'll rename it the U.S. Consternation, which uh, is how Donald bit. thinks about it. <laughs> okay, okay. If wow. you're listening to this four or five years from now, you're probably kicking back in a self-driving car, freaking out that you don't have a job because robots took it. Mm-hmm. You're probably thinking of driving that self-driving car <laughs> over a bridge and yeah. killing yourself. And every car. time you jerk the wheel to the side, the car goes, I'm sorry, I cannot c- drive that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you would go out into the woods and do it yourself, but you've totally forgotten everything without Facebook, right? That's right. right. The, yeah. With the, with, there's no more self-reliance. You can't kill yourself in any ways. And now the robots, they won't kill you because their, uh, their first code is like they can't hurt humans. Right. Can't hurt you. can only blow you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes they get a little rough, yeah. a little teethy with it. That's, that's about what, the worst they can do. That's what you want. You <laughs> yeah. know, since the, ro- the robots can't hurt you, do you think that uh, when you enter in a sexual relationship with a robot, it's not allowed to stop it because that would hurt your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you get a blowjob from this robot, like, every couple of days, and you call it the robot, and the robot's like, I'm sorry, I'm not really feeling it anymore. <laughs> and you're like, oh, geez. And then the robot's like, ah, never mind, come over. <laughs> That's that's actually how I acted once when I got broken up with. Or I tried to break up with a girl on Facetime, and then she said, "I think I love you." On Facetime? Yes. And, uh, and then I was like, "Okay, well, we'll just keep going for it." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like a very tumultuous few years. Wow, that's pretty wild. So, uh, first, I love you's exchange via every Apple Facetime. Y- yes. That's a, that's pretty amazing. You should send that to Steve Jobs. It, well, late. <laughs> <laughs> well, in four to five years, he'll probably be back from the dead with yeah. his because he was frozen right. next to Ted Williams. And Walt Disney will be there. <laughs> yes, they yes. will uh, be hanging out together. Wow, right. that really ties in well to this episode. Ties in we very well because the television show we watch. Was that maybe there is a god after all. Exactly. 
Because there's been a lot of synchronicity recently on this podcast. And uh, I've seen a few strangers on the bus, so I'm thinking uh, there is God. And nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought was the funniest gags in Austin Powers 2 is that they go back in time. And one of the things Dr. Evil does is that he claims that he wrote God is one of us. And he like plays it <laughs> on the piano for everyone. And everyone's like, wow, it's so beautiful. He's like, yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> it's like really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds very funny. Also, oh, classic. Talking about gags in movies. There was a dwarf in that movie. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did you wow. really not realize I it? I didn't realize it. <laughs> Vern. Vern Troyer. This is crazy. We are in the, we are in the God simulation right now. <laughs> I'm also realizing like I don't know what synchronicity means. That's crazy. Jack realize Jack really didn't realize <laughs> that the dwarf was Vern Troy. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. This is crazy. Vern. Guys, we should buy lotto tickets, huh? Yeah, yeah Vern's right. with us tonight, folks. Wow, yeah, he's guiding our he's guiding our hands with his gross little hands on ours. <laughs> his gross disgusting little mitts I, uh, can, I can feel a hand on my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> it takes up about half a labrum <laughs> All right. who do you I mean what would gross you up more being touched by Vern Troyer as a ghost or being touched by any contortionist <laughs> don't get me started on contortionists I find them so offensive I hate the way they look and they kind of hobnob crawl across the floor and they always do it for money you know <laughs> They never do it for the, they never, the game. They, they never do it to uh, to espouse the spirit of the Lord. They right. never do it to preach. Why can't we just have a contortionist for love of the game? Yeah, yeah. who yeah. just is like, look how tiny, who look how much, I, look how how hard I can suck my own dick. They never <laughs> like that. You think that would be all you needed, right? Yeah, you think. I, I I'm working on contortion. To suck. <laughs> have you ever tried to suck your own dick? Yeah, I've tried to suck my yeah. own dick. Didn't how far did you get? Uh, just to the just to the uh, balls. That's all. Just to the balls. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point of that? You know. Yeah, I I succeeded. I didn't even need to bend no over. Way. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even need to bend, baby. Geez. So as your dick just swells right up to your face. <laughs> yeah, big penis. Really, <laughs> you're a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I have a four foot dick. Wow. <laughs> Only one flaccid. Wow, that must really freak out a guy from the small dick land of Clitchewit, Massachusetts, huh? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. When I walked into town, they made me mayor. <laughs> <laughs> really? You, Cause try, I would... you tried to get a don't hassle me on local shirt, but they knew it was still in valor when they <laughs> saw that ham hock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The name of the show we watched was, you probably guessed it by now. Yeah, you probably knew. We're like just dancing around it. We're all over it. I always forget that they're, uh, it's, you know, it's not a mystery, the episode. <laughs> right. It's titled. So like, I'm always like thinking like people are hanging in suspense, like, like we're doing a radio broadcast. But no. <laughs> Oh, they know. I think right. a lot of people listen to us on shuffle. You know, like oh, I hear right you. before right. they were listening to like Avenge Sevenfold uh -huh. and then <laughs> slip us in between a little yeah. Cardi B. Mark Marin episode forty one from like <laughs> eight years ago, and then we come on right after. What what was Yellow Card's famous song? They had the cool guy with the violin. Back off, I'll take you on. Not Chevelle. <laughs> Headstrong, take on anyone. <laughs> Headstrong, yeah, baby. Headstrong. <laughs> I don't know. Were you a big? Uh, were you a big like emo punk fan? Uh, I actually, yes, yes. <laughs> I can see it. Uh, yes, I like the Get Up Kids. Saves the day. Saves the day is probably my favorite emo band by wow. far. Wow, you you 
that that actually is in line with your hate for music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, I like all that gay shit. <laughs> we watch the show Leftovers. Speaking of gay shit, <laughs> um, before we get into it, just kind of as a fun little activity, uh-huh. what do you guys think of Leftovers? The food, the genre of food. <laughs> I, do I'm, you like it? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Big yeah. time. I got a famous line. As I get into the office, I kind of say stuff over and over again, and I love doing that. Yeah. One of my big lines. Are you is liked this. in your co- with your coworkers? They like you. Yeah, too much. <laughs> I'm only funny one day a year, and it goes wet mental. People talk about it for the next year. <laughs> on this day where we do summer planning. So your co- so work is a lot like when you're on stage, funny one t- once a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've seen you've seen my reading glasses g- gag, right? What's that? Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, visual you know gag. I'm putting up my reading glasses gag on the Patreon. <laughs> okay. That's going to buy the Patreon. I got a great gag. But this is my other new line. A lot of people in the weekend comes up to say, anything fun for the weekend? You doing yeah, anything yeah. exciting this weekend? Yeah. Say it to me. Like, we're at the Hey, uh, so, uh, Zach, uh, small dick, uh, what do you got going on this weekend? <laughs> no, no. You have to actually say it. The phrasing is important. Oh, yeah, you, okay. got any, you got anything uh, fun going on this weekend? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kills. That, that kills. It's Wait, because it's a big thing. People just talk about. They just want to oh, relax. I want to do nothing. Oh, oh god! Let me tell you that crutch. You spit the Keurig right out of your mouth. <laughs> but Very wasteful those Keurigs. Right. One, uh, you should you really. Spit you should the really. Right out of your mouth at the <laughs> office. Please, please. That's very fresh, and I wouldn't do that. Uh, you wouldn't yeah. have sex in your office. No. Oh, uh, we've gone over this actually. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Here's one of my big lines. I say, my, I love my grandmother's baked macaroni. It's delicious. Baked like macaroni? Baked macaroni. It's wonderful. Oh, baked macaroni. Come down. Uh, she'll make it for you. It's wonderful. Uh, this is what I say. If they let me in there. My only thing, <laughs> the only thing I like oh, better than my, the only thing I like better than my grandmother's baked macaroni, day old baked macaroni. Oh. It ages so gracefully the next day. You got yeah. these Ritz crackers on Unlike top. Unlike your grandma. Woo. <laughs> That's very rude. <laughs> Wow, you know what? She might be listening. You know, hey, they, she's aged better than my grandma. She's dead. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and then you got R. a gassy R. grandma. <laughs> I do have a gassy grandma. She farts a lot. Grandma, uh, grandson. She's one of us. She would have been uh, what's his name? One of what's his name's favorite folks? James Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> he loves those farts. <laughs> the Joyce. Dubliners was written for Jack's tootie grandma. <laughs> James Joyce would have loved my grandma. He, lo- he loved uh, a woman who could fart from her <laughs> asshole. Yes. Um, okay, so we watched Leftovers. My well, what feelings. Do you, do you like Leftovers food? I, I, I never cook for myself, so I never really have Leftovers. I'm fresh only. Okay, Whoa. you're hummus only. Yeah, pretty much. I only eat hummus. In fact, yeah, I'm gonna get and some. I, I mean, no matter what I cook, I eat it all at once. But <laughs> when <laughs> when they existed, sure, I love leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't there a movie called The Leftovers too? Uh, Who cares? By I, Tom I, this I, is an HBO series based on a book by Tom Parada. Think any relation to Rhode Island <laughs> Comedy Hall John. of Fame John Parada? <laughs> You think maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? It's an idea. Hey, if you're <laughs> if you're listening and you don't know much about the Rhode Island comedy scene, I just name dropped a pretty a big hitter. name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he runs uh, the showcase. Show- he runs the Bringer Showcase, the Rhode Island Comedy Connection mm-hmm. on Sunday nights. Yeah. Bring five people. <laughs> Say what up to Pat McLeod. <laughs> wow, we're going in heavy. Yeah. All right. So leftovers is a show about the future and the past. I think. Well, I'd say it's safe to say we don't really know what the leftovers is about. 
Right. Yeah, because we watched the final episode, and this one was a doozy. What yes. we think generally is we live in a world, a dimension. There are people who go. And it was unclear to me whether it initially came in a rapture style. I think it did. Thank you, Lord I think Jesus. it might have been a rapture where a bunch of people just disappeared one day. Yeah. And then it's about the leftovers that they find in the fridge when they get down. <laughs> what would be that would be the most convenient way for someone to just disappear? Like, let's say you're dating somebody, but you're not taking it that seriously, and they're yeah. getting too serious. They're about to say "I love you" over Facetime and make <laughs> things awkward. Yeah. But then one day you bang them, and then like you come, and you're like, "Oh, that was so great!" But now this person should just get out of here. But. She's going to want to watch, like, you know, Shark Week. and uh, <laughs> But then, poof, she's gone. But where does she go? Well, does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Also, speaking of Shark Week, and we talked a lot of local news last week. We don't want to talk too much local news this week, but... Rest in peace, that kid who got killed by that shark. Yeah. Whoa, a dead kid, huh? No, a dead 26-year-old Artur Medici. He was a part-time engineering student up at Bunker Hill. He was about to get married. He was engaged. And a shark took him out? Or the rapture. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you had to bring up Artur Medici. We can't make a joke. This is fresh. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? That, that is fresh is in recent, the opposite of left. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't no, trying to yeah. censor anybody. I you mean, always are. You always are. Well, uh, that guy, I'm sorry. Well, when he's gone, that's uh, them's the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Too bad. Uh, I forgot to announce we have guest host Jonathan Elias from News Center 5. He's perfect for a tragedy. Well, I'm sure his fiance really fucking misses him. <laughs> How are the Pats doing? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about leftovers. Are the Pats doing well, by the way? No, don't get me started. I'm embarrassed to be a New Englander. <laughs> that was a bad game last week. Folks. Send us in your Tom thoughts. Brady's out. Get him out. Hang up the cleats, Brady. <laughs> okay, fuck you guys. That's Come on, tell us. So, jo to be honest, Zach really wanted to do this show. He was very excited. And now it was a real flop. So, I want to hear you explain the leftovers wow. to us. Let me talk leftovers <laughs> with you, please. Okay? What my understanding was, John Parada, he's kind of a hot author. <laughs> Not John Parada, Tom Parada. <laughs> John Parada is a hot author. <laughs> in the crowd work, in the crowd work authoring scene, <laughs> he just goes and he starts typing on his typewriter, and he goes like, "Hey, you, <laughs> what are you? Hey, you, right, you right. me and you, we be gay together." No, I'm not talking about former, uh, current Rhode other. Island comic and former Rhode Island correctional officer John Parada. I'm talking about Tom Parada. Tom Parada is a hot author. He writes all these heavy-hitting books. He had one book called Mrs. Fletcher. It was kind of a Mrs. Robinson story. It had a nice cover. What is a Mrs. Robinson? Is that where a, an older woman fucks a younger man? Well, yes. that's yeah, it's kind of like when, um, you know, this woman, she makes a great baked macaroni for you <laughs> and then lifts up her skirt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And you eat the macaroni right from the thigh. Whoa, <laughs> that's hot. You've been to my and then she <laughs> then she activates FaceTime on her phone and she goes, I love you while, she's down, while you're down there. Yes, yes. Wow. That was a powerful burp. And so <laughs> a lot of people talked about The Leftovers. This was huge on HBO. Yes. I never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah, I really didn't. I don't know why you thought that. I heard about it constantly. In the office? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, after I said... Are you sure they weren't just talking about like like food that was left <sighs> over in the fridge, maybe? Like don't get me started on some people leaving in old food in the fridge. Oh, okay. I had chair drama today in the office. Please tell. 
Somebody took my chair. So then I took somebody else's chair. <laughs> well, someone took your chair. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of swivelly chairs being misplaced. And then there was a few words exchanged. Do you what work happened? Do you work in an open office <laughs> environment? It was just a, yeah, it was just a bad way to start the morning. I was livid. You were and livid. You, yeah, I like talked to my manager about it. Wow, you sound like a real bitch. I was kind of being <laughs> a huge bitch. It was Monday morning, you know, Mondays. Yeah. What's different <laughs> about your chair? There's they're not all the same. There's some chairs that are better than other chairs. His chair was a white chair, I think. <laughs> okay, okay. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, leftovers. There's a woman named Nora. <laughs> yeah. Jack what is we so see, mad. Well, let me give the broad stroke. So, all we know is there's another place, this area. The technology has now allowed people to choose to do it themselves. Yes. So yeah, so I, people, people evaporated, and now apparently... You can choose to evaporate as well. Which begs the question, why does everyone not do it? Are these the kind of people who could have their head frozen, but they want to be I more organic? I don't think it's an exact science. So I think some of the people make it through to the next side, but I don't think everybody does. There's always there's an inherent risk in everything you do. Right. But why wouldn't nursing homes just all of them go do it? Are you the same age in the other place? I don't know. We dude. really don't. The show is confusing <laughs> as fuck. Dude. We really don't know what it's like over there. We only know from Nora's Nora slightly explains it at <laughs> yeah. the end of the episode. Kind of. Do you think there are more comedy opportunities on the other side? <laughs> 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 I think that on the other side, they're desperate for showcasing white men. They're like, <laughs> right, right. we have so many black trans women on these shows. <laughs> Like we could use a couple of straight white men, and there's none. There's absolutely right. none. I've then, heard I've heard ten thousand <laughs> jokes this month about uh, your polyamorous partner <laughs> going through his period. You know, right? John Broad is down there hosting breakers. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get enough. You know. What do you think the other side would be like? Mm, great question. So when we rapture and we go to their side, I think it's probably okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me cut you off. Sure, right. let's let's cut the flow off. The f- okay, say <laughs> Does that happen on the other side, or could I get an interruption-free so podcast? So wait, so wait. The three of us say we're it's post leftovers is just about to start, and there is the, the th- one of us disappears. Who do you think goes? Well, uh. we don't know because are you going because you're a heathen? Are you going because you're godly? Are you going for an unrelated area? Maybe well, okay, it's based if you're on going Earth. Be, if you're going because you're godly, I'll probably disappear. If you're going because you're heathen, you'll probably go. And if you're going on girth and gayness, your John Paul's probably. <laughs> <laughs> so who is the fattest and gayest? Is what you're saying. <laughs> yep. The fattest and gayest. I'm going to disappear. Yep. Okay. A lot of bears on the other side. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna have a wild party, and you guys won't be invited. That's fine. What was the name of that? Barney Frank is the first one to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the senator, the, okay, the lawmaker. The long term congressman. There is a lot more to Barney Frank than him being a large man who housed a male prostitute in his personal home. He also helped enact some legislation that's not around anymore that was helped to help control the banking. So that's Frank. gone. Yeah, that's gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it was evaporated because it was so <laughs> fat and gay. <laughs> <laughs> that particular law, Donald J. Trump was like, this law is gay, it's for losers, <laughs> and now it's gone. Okay, so yeah, Nora, she's like, she is obviously the main character. She has some sort of sexual relationship with a police officer in this world. We don't know that yet. We start out with, we see Nora is wicked sad, and she's going to pay, presumably, to get launched into the other side. Yeah, right. she's going to travel from our world into 
the other world. Yeah. In Twilight. Yeah. To see her kids. Would you guys go transport dimensions to see your kids? Um, I'd go if my kids were trans. <laughs> so you, your kids come out as trans and you, uh, and you leave this dimension. <laughs> Doesn't sound that accepting. I'll tell I like you, it. I wouldn't go see my kids if I had to go to Malden. <laughs> so, so I'm not going the other side. Uh, Nora's going to go to the other side to see her kids because they got. And we just won't ask you, John Paul, because we know you won't ever have kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, because we know where your kids are. They're in the van waiting outside. Uh, Yeah, she's going to transport to this other world. Uh, And she's saying goodbye to her brother, Matt. Her brother was so handsome. Great guy, guy. too. He just seemed like a good, level-headed man. But he has cancer or something, right? Which begs the question, why doesn't he just go to the other side? I don't know. If, well, do you think when you go to their side, it like cures you or something? No, I think it's no, like she Canada. Does, he, you have wicked long wait <laughs> times. He doesn't go to the other side because he actually says, "I'm afraid of dying." So there is an option that you could die. No, but he says but he's, he's afraid of dying because he's afraid that he, cause of the, cancer. He has cancer and he's afraid they won't be able to cure him. It's not. He's not. He doesn't say he's afraid of dying because of the procedure to you know send oh. you to the other world or whatever. Oh, okay. So, but yes, there's a there's a scene in it in which they. She- I love I love the waiting area. It clearly seems they had come like these people. They drive their mobile truck around to different areas and they set up a clinic and they launch people out. But Nora shows up late, so they kind of have to do her in the truck. And the waiting yeah. area is <laughs> stop it, please. It we do get to see her naked too. Okay, we'll get totally it. Totally unnecessary. No, I thought it was pretty. It was the only thing that kept me watching the show. Right, right. she's gonna get into the transport. With clothes on? Come on. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> crazy that they could just... They can launch someone to another dimension, but they need to show her How? Yeah, but did you, uh, you ever seen a movie called Terminator, you fucking idiot? That's how you transport <laughs> through space and time. That's right. Plus, how You else? do it nude and with a hot body. <laughs> how else are they going to show us that Bush makes a comeback in the future? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked, I thought it was tasteful. I liked I it. I thought it was pretty tasteful. So I think I would like to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> she sits with her brother. Great cans, too. She had nice tits, yeah. What is... What were you expecting? It's a totally <laughs> deformed, lopsided. Well, uh, it's possible. She was older, and um, <laughs> before they even show the front titty, know, they, uh, she takes off her robe and they show side titty. And immediately, I was just like, "Oh, those are big." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got a big ass on her too. I loved it. Yeah, she was cute. Okay, she's a good actress too. I guess <laughs> <laughs> she is a good character or whatever. I thought she read her lines with tr- tremendous grace and was wonderful. I mean, uh, she deserves some kind of special award for reading this fucking <laughs> trash TV show. And so she's sitting with her brother, and they're writing her obituary. And clearly, they have some kind of joking relationship. They're doing it in a mad mad lib obituary. Yeah, so I obituary. wrote a mad lib for us. Okay, wow, okay. So we'll go through it. So give me an adjective. Don't peek at this paper. Say what an adjective is. Okay. <laughs> uh, an adjective, um, let me say... Uh, well, no, no, seriously. An, ad- an adjective is, is a describing, is a describing word. word. Okay. Yes. Um, big. Big, okay. Well, wait, should we put... That was a bad one. Bro. That was bad. That's not that very was bad. creative. It's yeah. pretty lame. <laughs> how about we was, go, how I, about we go uh, big, but big? we go with a more creative word. How about like gargantuan? Jumbo. How about jumbo? Jumbo's better. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now I need an activity. Um, uh, blowing your best friend. I literally <laughs> knew you were going to say that. <laughs> blowing your best friend? Okay. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little bro job. Can you just put bro jobbing? 
bro jobbing. Okay, we're going <laughs> like with, the Beatles. We're going with <laughs> yes. bro, we're going with bro job. Uh, now a type of doctor, um, a male. <laughs> That's the only type. <laughs> Whoa, a little sexism. Guys. No, no, no. Uh, um, um, what is colonoscopy guy? Uh, a proctologist. Proctologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got doctor my colonoscopy guy, dude. Uh, the, the, a personality trait. Mm, a personality trait. Like cum guzzler. Uh, That's not a personality <laughs> trait. Let's have some. How about PJ? How about uh, pensive? Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I just made Zach cum. I just fucking. I don't know what pensive means. <laughs> you know, All right, now it. I need a verb. Ugh. I need a verb. That's uh, a doing. That's yeah. That's right. Do, doing. Verb is a doing. Okay. Because yeah. I always get verbs and nouns mixed up. Hey, I, I believe you. <laughs> doing, doing, doing. Um, no, no, no. A verb is doing. Um, it's an action. Like, ooh, long jump. Okay. I like nice. that. That's okay. creative and that's family friendly. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Uh, celebrity. Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. Yeah, it's gotta okay. be Vern. It's gotta be VT. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in hell. <laughs> the little hell. <laughs> you think they have separate hell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some people's real hell would be little people running around. I uh, think. Another activity. <sighs> I already said bro jobbing. Um, eating Zach's grandma's macaroni. I'm not going <laughs> to accept that. <laughs> you won't accept that? Come on. How about, um, how about praying? Praying. Oh, okay, yeah. A lot of dead air on this side. Yeah, uh, yeah, hold on, hold this, on, hold on. Segment. Adjective. What do you, you know, what do we got to be fresh? We got to have a million words. <laughs> What's a jumbo is uh, an A adjective. wise oh. man once said nothing at all, okay? Learn to value words. Tasty. Yeah. Sorry that, you know, you putting all these words out there, some of them are doing, you know? Let's get a better <laughs> word. Tasty. 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 <laughs> there we go. That will save the dead air. All right, a number between 68 and 70. <laughs> 69. Yeah. 69.69. 69.69. Nice. All right, a gift. My presence. Okay. It, it wouldn't work. How about how about um, um how about a chia pet? Oh, fun. <laughs> All right, here's the series finale obituary. Okay, here we go. It is with a jumbo heart that I must announce the hosts of series finale have died in a freak bro job accident. <laughs> <laughs> their bodies were mutilated and identified only by their proctology records. <laughs> So worth it. <laughs> Jack will be remembered for his laughter, his charm, and his pensive nature. Nice. Uh. He struggled with addictions to alcohol and long jumping with priests. <laughs> I bet you were jumping on those dicks. Jack was president of the Gender Queers for Vern Troyer Club. <laughs> nice. John Paul, who was. Due to be deported to his father's <laughs> homeland of Waltham, Massachusetts, <laughs> was known for praying for children's charities. Oh, oh, that's nice of me. He is survived by his uncle, who once wore nothing but a windbreaker to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he was overdressed as it was a nudist wedding. Nice. 
Zach was the most tasty of the three. Yeah. <laughs> and also the most well hung. <laughs> <laughs> this says more about the other two than it does him. <laughs> he is survived by his 69.69 <laughs> children. Oh, <laughs> one of them was a VT. One of them was a Vern Troyer. <laughs> one of them was not fully grown. He had to procreate so often to fight the male fertility crisis. <laughs> Because of Jack and John's low motility. <laughs> In lieu of flowers, send Chia pets to Jack's mom. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's great. Little that's, old bit for the boys. That, that was, was fun. That was a great segment. Nice job. Were you, did you ever do Mad Libs as a kid? Uh, yes, I did. I did. Uh, I couldn't afford Mad Libs, so we did cracked libs. Uh, what, what as, were they, weren't, they weren't as good. Yeah, they would. Uh, they would say like, uh, <laughs> they would just have everything was already written in for you. Yeah. They were. They were not that funny. No. And uh, you just drink a Doctor Bob while <laughs> filling out a cracked lib. <laughs> I would have, uh, you know, I'd have some Mountain Rush. <laughs> Watching my TV over the antenna. Oh, man. So she writes this obituary, and it's touching. This is, yeah, this is good, because we're far, we're deep into the episode, and, and we, we haven't we, we, gotten, we haven't gotten anywhere yet, but, so then, but there's not too much left to discuss. Right. right. We're about five minutes from finish. <laughs> right. She gets into this plastic silver, or this plastic see-through circle To nude. travel to between dimensions. She does it naked. She's looking hot as fuck. Right. And there and are these rules that they can't, think, you know, that it's not interesting. No, you, you, yeah, there's nothing interesting. I don't about. think there's something interesting. It's like they talk about the fact that if she doesn't follow the rules, it could kill her. So I right. feel like that's kind of put some stakes in there, right? Right. Imagine if she got transported over there with some stakes in that tube. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> some Omaha steaks. Yeah. I'd like they tell to her give her the, the, the T-bone steak. <laughs> they tell her that the orb... <laughs> <laughs> about the J-bone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they tell her that the orb she's going to go in is going to fill up with the fluid that's like water, but she can't breathe it in. But it's metal. It's got metals in it, and she can't breathe it in or else that will kill her. So she's got to hold her breath. It's a big, scary thing. It's loud. It's jarring. And you're like watching because you're like, she's about to transport to another world. Let's see it. In the last scene, she... The, the last like drip of metal water goes into the thing she screams and it's like it kind of I thought gives the impression maybe she bailed maybe she's like nope I don't want to do this but then and then you don't see her in the future any I don't know what happens next really well you don't really know what happens right, next. right. you see her and she's she's old she's so a old. lot of time has gone by she's got she's, she's wearing she's wearing old person makeup that's Pretty well done. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. She's not amazing. She's collecting carrier pigeons and showing them to the nun on a bike. What <laughs> happens is she clearly has a job where she... Bro job? She, she rents doves to weddings. How do you think you die in a bro job accident? <laughs> You know what it is? Probably driving off to do a gig somewhere. We're bro jobbing. <laughs> and we're, we we're don't driving have driving off to do we John Parada's. Yeah, we're, we're doing John Parada's room. We're bro job. We don't have the we don't have the uh, the automated cars yet. Right. That's and, just one more loss. And, and you say you can't inhale this. I have metal in my cup. <laughs> And then you disappear. Well, I inhale some of it, but I, I cough it up back into your mouth, and then you cough it into Zach's mouth, and we all die. That sounds like a pretty hot way to die <laughs> with all the swapping jizz. God, that's disgusting. Thank God they had a proctology records to identify. Uh and so yeah, we cut to the future. We don't really know what happened, but we, we know, know she's old now, and, and that she lives she's... in Australia. 
And so we don't know, is this the regular world? Is or, this the yeah. new world? Or is she dead? And this is what the afterlife is. Yeah, or, yeah, there's a, you're left with a lot of questions. So many and questions. And the questions, some are kind of answered by the end. But you got Which a long was? way to go. Yeah. You got like another hour. Hour <laughs> and 17 minutes. How inappropriate is that for a show like <laughs> This was the most boring, I think, of all the shows we've watched. It definitely, well, there are some things that I liked about it. The bush was fun. The <laughs> Yes, that was some hot bush. That was the, great. The Australians were fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're not a big Australia guy. Do you want to regale us of a tale from the bush? Well, <laughs> I've got a few. Um, no, I mean, I lived in Australia. And so the way this... You studied abroad over there? No, I, I studied a few. That's yes. a great gag, okay? I set you up. I, you put, I put them up. You're not condemned. Right, but... Um, you got anything going on this weekend? I hope not. Nice. <laughs> Where's a little lesson for you guys? If you guys are having some issues connecting people in the office, listen to this podcast. We'll sort of get you <laughs> into that idea to make these terrible office right. jokes. What you want to do is your conversation. <laughs> right. What you want to do is find them on Instagram and send DMs of your favorite memes that are slightly inappropriate but not wicked inappropriate, just to gauge whether or not you can go further. <laughs> Who's doing that to you? This is called grooming. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I wouldn't recommend that. Have you done it? <laughs> no. Dude. No. Don't. Do it on Instagram. Do it on Snapchat so it disappears. No, (laughs) keep a professional. Do it on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So then the the there's a Nora might have dated a a a cop at one point, and he we don't know he's a cop. This is how we find out. He's a sheriff. The nun, the little coy nun. (laughs) She says, Nora, does the name Kevin mean anything to you? And now I'm thinking they pause for about two and a half minutes, (laughs) right? And then she's like, No. I'm thinking, does is Kevin her son? You know, right? No, we know it's not her son because you said her name. Sons, were, her kids' names were Aaron and Jeremy. Sure, yeah. if we paid better attention, <laughs> we would. <wouldn't>. No, <laughs> uh, she said, and she says, no, no. Wh- who is asking for me? And so this sets off a panic in Nora. She goes home. She starts packing up a ridiculous amount of stuff to leave. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, knock at the door. I had a problem with this. I had a problem with the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> Nora goes to knock at the door. A guy comes. He, he knew her clearly. And all she does, we just see her look unsettled in disbelief for like six minutes. Yeah. It is so boring. If you <laughs> had something to say, Nora, say it. Don't spray it. Oh, snap. Right. And I also had a problem with like, so it's supposed to, you know, she's in the outpocket in Australia and she's only a pigeon collector or whatever but well, she, yeah that pays like a, a couple hundred thousand quid out there right, <laughs> right. but it's don't like, you get like 50 uh 50 kangaroos to the dollar or something <laughs> she no it's actually 50 aborigines to the dollar that i'm not touching that one <laughs> disavow okay so she redacted yeah, she they try to show that she lives in kind of a ramshackle like this like little house and the place but like these, it's like the most beautiful home. It's like the perfect It's a lot of square footage, but the price per square foot is a lot less out there. I think it's realistic. People have big houses. It was like gorgeous, though. I thought it was... I don't know. I just felt like it was supposed to be sort of a rundown joint. They need the big like, houses because you need a lot of rooms to hide from the angry kangaroos in there. They go through your house, and they start bashing the shit out. You got to make sure you're not in the dining room because if they saw you there earlier... They'll punch you. Yeah. They'll put on their boxing gloves. <laughs> I, I'd hate to live in a house that big all by myself. Yeah, you don't yeah. know if someone's in there. 
No. Wow, really? That worries Are you, you afraid? I'm very afraid of being murdered, you know? <laughs> being well, murdered. Well, she should have been because the police guy was very kind of creepy. Well, she was, and they showed that by later on she goes to take a tub. Oh, and right. And there's no door on her bathroom. There doesn't need to be. She lives alone. What and are she, you talking about? This is a big scene, dude. There's a giant door, dude. The door is like 10 feet tall. I know, but it was on the floor. Oh, she, she no. picks it up off the floor and then still... Oh, maybe that. No, it did happen. It did happen. There was no door on the bathroom. And okay. she puts the door in. No, this is a lie, dude. No, this dude. is wrong because she can't unlock the door. Because the door wasn't <laughs> normally there, so then she has to break it down. There's a lot to be said about this door. Okay, She goes tell out of her way to put the door up, which shows she's on high alert. Right. She, and not only is there a physical door to keep her protected, but she's putting up an emotional door. This is to true. To wall herself up. Right. And this is why I love well, John Well, she put Parada. up the door because she, she hadn't. She hadn't tamed the bush yet, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> she knew the sheriff was attached. She said, oh, I better get this all tamed up. Wow, you think so? The yeah. What if the sheriff likes that kind of thing, though? What if he's, like, disappointed? An unruly bush? Come yeah. on, he's a police officer. He likes a high and tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. The sheriff had invited her to a, a dance, dance in the yeah. middle and of the town. The sheriff, okay, the which sheriff, she hadn't heard about, and she's part of this town. Yeah, by the way, Nora is going under an assumed name. She name her name here is Sarah. Should have been Bora. Oh, uh, maybe that could have been it. Uh Kevin, apparently this police officer, maybe. He knew Nora back before she disappeared and went to the other world. He's trying to reconnect with her and she doesn't want anything to do with them. She's really freaked out by this here. And then he immediately starts asking her out on dates, like the second he sees her. He yes. asks her out on one date. Well he starts he starts being like, Let's start hooking up. He But also if I remember correctly, he goes like uh, hey, can I put your cock in my mouth? Well, no, he sends her a meme that's sort of like somewhat sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a meme with one t- one of her big titties but in it. She, she doesn't got those have sweet internet titties. yet, <laughs> so he hooks up dial-up in her living room. <laughs> but she, he, put, he shoes a bunch of kangaroos off, and then he hooks the dial-up modem up. So there is like, so she, he like asks her on a date, but he's also pretending to have never met her. He's like saying we don't know each other. He's yeah, like, and we don't really know what's going on until conveniently Aim Nora calls someone from her old life yeah. who she tells the whole story to. Yes. And <laughs> I guess they had dated and she was freaked out that they that he pretended they didn't date and he keeps saying that he's on vacation in Australia. Because his old daddy used to come to Australia. Aww. And yeah. he likes to stay away from the tourists. Do you places. think you're his old daddy, Jack? I think it's possible. This is in the future. This could be your son, Kevin. He's my he's my son. Really? Will you name your kid Kevin? Yeah, I would name my kid Kevin. Why not? After Kevin Driscoll, Boston comedy puppet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> or maybe after I am Kevin, uh, other Boston comedy weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> what about um? What about Kevin from Southie who killed those people with Whitey Bulger? Kevin Weeks? Yeah, yes. I, I am not talking about <laughs> Kevin Weeks. John Travolta probably has a hit out for me with Kevin Weeks. Why, dude? Why Howie Carr is going to tune into this podcast now. <laughs> Howie Carr is going to be big into this Why when he heard Kevin Weeks' Kevin name. Weeks? What? Why won't you talk Kevin Weeks? Because Kevin Weeks was a hitman. 
Yeah, and he's probably what is he still out roaming the streets or Dude, what's going on with him? Hitman is a term for a guy who makes love to other men. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they keep you quiet in the mob? <laughs> they put a hit out on you, and then they just fuck you so good, and you orgasm so hard that you relax. <laughs> yeah, they get you up on the stand and they're like, "Do you know? Uh, do you recognize that man across the table?" And you go, <laughs> "Not with not his clothes on." <laughs> <laughs> And they go, uh, <laughs> case dismissed. Okay. And then John Parada, the correctional <laughs> officer, blocks <laughs> you out. Okay, so then Nora says, you know what? Nora talks to this woman. She's like, you have permission to go to this dance. And Nora's like, okay, I'll go No Bechdel test here. They say, you know what, Nora, you just love this man. You were fawning over him. Go get your man. Yeah, go yeah. get your man. And so she goes. She goes to uh, this, this dance, which turns out to be a surprise wedding. Surprise it's a wedding. wedding. Not for the people there. They were eight months pregnant, but yeah. surprise for Nora. She shows up in a windbreaker uh, <laughs> and, some, and some dirty jeans, <laughs> like a guy who shall not be named. <laughs> she looks clean, uh, you know. <laughs> I know. I mean, she just shows up to this wedding, and Kevin's there. He's real weird. He's just a weird fucking... But he, like, knows everyone. He's, like, royalty He's at become this wedding with everybody but australians are a friendly group you know my first night in the outback when i was there i i like got really blacked out and i tried i stole a bunch of guys beers and the next day they told me they were like mate we come out of you out here and no one had to find you and i was very scared and then i saw they don't sound that friendly to me no, no, no. <laughs> they're like but, they're so friendly i took some beers and they threatened to kill me but i i i they forgave me over time, and then they became really good friends with me, and they liked me, and they said, you know what? Like, like, hey, actually, you know what? You actually suck a good cock, mate, so <laughs> it's not too bad. So no big deal about the beers, huh? Yeah, well, it's weird, because their dicks are actually upside down over there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the bro job, all right? <laughs> it's, uh, no, they were really friendly, even though I was a dick, you know? So I, I believe it. Cool. And so this police officer, they were like, you know, come here, be on in the wedding, you know? Yeah, so he knows all these people. Right. And, and it's kind really, of a fun wedding. He's really just trying to reconnect with Nora. There's a fat guy that tames goats. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. And he hits on Nora pretty quickly off the bat. That's just as, as I would do. Right. Yeah. In, in Ruby, well, Ruby, there was also a fat woman at a wedding that everybody made fun of. And much like this show, there was also a fat man that everybody made but fun of. But gender's reversed because we're on Australia. That's yeah. right. They switch it around. <laughs> they switch yeah. it around. <laughs> Yes. Wow, that's wild. Uh, uh, Australia. They, uh, they put a, the the goat. They do something kind of weird with. They put all the beads on the goat. Right. The they, sins of man. Right. It's a scapegoat. Kind of, it's a literal scapegoat. Right. There's a few like really beautiful speeches. Good tradition yes. at this wedding. You yeah. think you like the goat idea? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. The wedding. Uh, the the wife is pregnant. Um, I have written down that she also had some nice sweater puppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those big titties, those yes. big pregnant titties. Yes, um, those, those are lactating, probably. That's true. That's why they're so nice. Um, <laughs> You're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Not for big titties. <laughs> um, then the dr the pregnant woman, I think, I believe, is drinking a little bit. Yep. Good. Good. 
<laughs> I say good. Don't want the kid to be too smart. <laughs> right. That's that. Way, yeah, they wouldn't be good at uh, rugby. Right. So. <laughs> right. Right. So then um, they do this one tradition where they send out a message of love on all these pigeons. That's the whole thing. They send out a message of love. Yes. And so we wrote each wrote a message of love that we would have sent out on a uh, a pigeon. We sure did. Jean Paul, do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. So this is be out on a carriage carrier pigeon that would be sent out uh, to the world. But I'm writing it to someone specific that I hope the pigeon finds. Oh, that's nice. My sweet love, I hope this letter finds you well. These nights without you have been torturous, as torturous as nights spent in Guantanamo Bay, where terrorist leader Khalid <laughs> Sheikh Mohammed is currently being held. I, uh, I push on without you and hope that you can get this letter and that it makes your penis as erect as, tr- as Vern Troyer with rigor mortis after his death. Jesus. President Bill Clinton, every cigar I smoke without you that doesn't have the aroma of your anus upon it feels totally wasted. Totally wasted like the way your wife wasted the will of the voters in her failed bid for the presidency. Much love. Kill the haters. <laughs> JPR. Wow. That's really That's beautiful. very nice. So hopefully that uh, that president, I mean, hopefully that pigeon sort of makes its way towards, right. you know, wherever President Bill Clinton. Probably the Bilderberg Conference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was a uh, little, little less, a little shorter. I would just Similar to it. your penis. <laughs> um, this was what I would say uh, in mine. I said, love is the best. And if you're in it, don't let it go. And if it's between a priest and a boy, it's okay, okay too. <laughs> oh, wow. Can that you imagine is, that that pigeon that shows that up? That is horrible. That's Completely <laughs> disavow a hundred times. I'm going to have to walk <laughs> off the pond. That is messed up. That is messed up. Disavow, disavow, disavow. Hate it. Hate, hate, hate. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing you should do with a priest is long jump with a priest. I can't believe you brought that up. Way too much of a tragedy here in Boston. Redacted. Down in Chile. <laughs> down in Pittsburgh. Hey, it's I everywhere. Hey, you know what? You know, it's, it's a, you know, what's worse? Writing that poem or supporting them with your dollars like you do all I, the time? I, I don't give dollars. I'm becoming Episcopalian. The Good Catholic for you. Church morally bankrupt. Okay. Here's my <laughs> message. Here's my message. Mine's general, but only to men. <laughs> Hippies say make love, not war. I say make love like you're making war. Do it all the time. <laughs> In a lot of countries because the fertility crisis is coming. Nice. That was great. I love that. Watch Wait, out. what's that in small print on the bottom of your writing there? And if it's between a priest this and a <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, who's there? That was uh, that's John Prada. <laughs> I'm here to say that that's ridiculous. Okay, so let's finish up the show. Yeah, and all this show is, you know, we're, we love TV, right? We're TV experts, aficionados. We like a show that will show us something. Yeah, this wasn't a TV show. This was a TV tell. Ah, uh, okay. We get a couple of monologues. The monologue she gives him. She tells him she went to the other side. She went to go find her kids. She like took a cruise ship because they have planes over there. She said that they have. Uh, she said they don't have enough pilots over there for plane travel. Well, you right. know who was a pilot who's looking for work? Vern Troyer. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking of someone who's now locked up in Guantanamo Bay when he could be. 
<laughs> he was a pilot. I well, don't know. I think I, he probably yeah. was. They would have let him out of Guantanamo. He was a real. He's a real Renaissance man. He does a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, well, that was a nice part too. I thought. Um, like the deputy. Dis- so yeah, she goes over to the leftovers world. She sees that her family has sort of rebuilt, and she decides not to disrupt them. Which I thought was crazy. It's so insane. She said, "I saw my kids. I saw my husband, and I saw her with another woman." And they laughed, so I knew everything was good. Well, she said they looked happy. But I can like, totally understand. You can it. be happy for one minute and still be miserable. Yeah. Do you think the moment that she looked away, that uh, her husband started viciously beating his new wife uh, and the children? He did. I no. think most likely is that uh, that they went to this new world, and then when she got there, she realized that uh, they had moved on and that they didn't need her anymore. Yeah. And that to, for her to thrust herself back into their lives would only be doing detrimental damage to them and it would only be to make her feel better. I don't that's buy that. Crazy. Uh, I mean, I think that's exactly what happened in the show. That is what no, happened in the show. I, yeah, it is. But I think it's stupid. Yeah, but we can have an opinion on the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that she made the right decision, personally. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see, see my mom. If you disappear, <laughs> if you disappear and then you come back to the podcast and you see us having fun one day, we'd still like you to be like, right. no, hey, I'm, here. I'm, ta- I'm tipping the table <laughs> over and I'm fucking storming out and you'll never see me again. <laughs> so I'll no, go to the other world. Right. I think that's like a silly thing. But then she decides... That they're fine, so she travels. She contacts a physicist who makes her another machine she so she can travel back, back to the original dimension, and then she starts living in Australia. Basically, it's very easy to go back and forth. It's like the tube. You this know? movie reminds me of uh, this movie reminds me a lot of uh, Contact with Jodie Foster. You guys ever seen that movie? No. no. It's very famous because <laughs> the whole movie builds up like it's a movie about uh, we get messages from an alien civilization, and inside those messages are coded blueprints and how to make. A machine to travel to the aliens. Oh, cool! And they build the machine. It's this big, huge thing. Jodie Foster's in it. The whole movie is about building a machine. Then she travels in the machine to see to make contact with an alien race. And when she gets there, it's just a guy who looks like her dead father, and it's really disappointing. It's very. I mean, I actually still like the movie. Do kinda, they but show her bush? Uh, no, she travels fully clothed. Wow, so. what a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Jodie Foster has shown it off at some point in her career. Yeah, we'll Google it on Mr. Skin. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Skin! Oh, I can't. I keep forgetting that website's around. That's such a dirty, gross name for the website. Mr. Skin? Mr. Skin. Oh, it's disgusting. It sounds like an Australian serial killer. It probably was. There was a guy, Mr. Cruel, who's an Australian super serial no killer. No way. What did he do? Uh, he... Uh, stole a bunch of beers in the outback, <laughs> and then he went on a rampage, and then he came back to the U.S. You so. know what would be Mr. Cruel in my world? Making me watch Leftovers. <laughs> that was... Whoa. Yeah, that was Jackie Hot Rose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there was I will say I did like the music in the, music in the show. The music... I heard this music used in a, uh, in a, a UFC hype-up video that was really good. Do you think this was the Leftover soundtrack from <laughs> UFC 201? <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, so she says this pretty good line where she says, over there, over there, over here, we lost some of us. Over there, they lost all of us. Yeah, I didn't get what that meant. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> Did they all come here or maybe they all went to another world a couple spots over, you know? That's true. Um, I realize, so, she, yeah, that nothing really... But like I'd say settled. it's anticlimactic in the fact that she gets in this thing, you're like excited to watch her 
to see what happens, and then you never get to see it. She just kind of like briefly talks about it, right? And you just get a little taste of what it was like in over there. The de- and it sounds boring over there, right? It sounds just like normal world. And uh, the deputy, he also he has been searching for because when she comes back, she goes hiding. She moves to Australia. Yeah, and Kevin re- reveals that he's been searching for her ever since she went missing. It's kind of he's beautiful. always been holding a candle. He comes yeah. to Australia every two weeks and just shows a picture. No, out. no, no. Two weeks every year. Two weeks every year. He has vacation. He spends the entire two weeks combing Australia looking for this woman. He Which, said it's kind of beautiful. It seems psychotic to the 10th degree to me. Is Not there, a good benefits package at the Mapleton Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> two, two weeks, weeks a year. Yeah. 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 I know people who have way more vacation. I get four. <laughs> I actually uh, had vacation bourgeois. drama today. I have negative three hours of vacation time. Because Whoa. when I got the job, I thought I just immediately got two weeks vacation, but I had to work up to it. Yeah. Which yeah. is bullshit. Uh, well, Is it? No, that's okay. normal. All right. Well, it's annoying to say the least. But well, go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and say you'll give up your chair for those three hours. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, I had this question. Is there anybody in your life that you would travel to Australia two weeks of the year to search for? Oh, great question. Um... Vern Troyer. I don't think he's dead. I think he's alive. <laughs> I think he's in hiding in Australia. And uh, I think probably we- hiding pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's probably finds a lot of waist high bushes right. over there. He's <laughs> in the pouch of a camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll never find him. <laughs> what about you, Zach? I would say no. When no. you're here, you're here. When you're gone, you're gone. Wow. Or you know what? When you hear your family, when you're gone, you're gone. I hear you. True. One right. of them trade one of them is a trademark violation, the other one isn't. Which, you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? Some of those were trademark violations. Some trademark violations were those. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I'm not. I don't. I had fun in Australia, but it was tail end of my drinking days. I don't want to get triggered going back. Oh, nice. Nice. Would you never go back to Australia again? I'd love to. I've actually been disappointed. Nobody's invited me to the weddings (laughs) at the little town. I was a big part of. You were not a Kevin there. there, Like 10 weeks. I was a hit brother. Okay. They love me in that town. I was huge fish, small pond. (laughs) I was fucking everyone. Nice. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, Well, I'm not totally kidding. Should we do a role play? We should do a role play to wrap things up. <laughs> We're sorry if this was a little slow. This show was slow. Are you slow. kidding me? This no, it's was, been a, this it's was been one a, of our best it's a, episodes. It's a, it's a fine episode. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. The show was the show was boring as fuck, and it's <laughs> Zach's fault. He was desperate to do the show. <laughs> Zach likes boring things. Can I? Can I? Defend yourself. Defend yourself. I don't don't know if there's any reason for him to defend himself. I don't want to defend myself. I think he does. I don't (laughs) want to defend myself. I do want to say we've been doing a lot of premium cable lately. A lot of it. I think we should go to basic next time. Uh, Yes. I already have an idea. I have a great idea that is much better. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because we don't know what we're going to do. This could be the first guess. Where we actually let people guess, because we always tell them to guess on the show, but they already know because they clicked on it. Okay, guess what <laughs> show we're doing. You won't guess it. Okay, never mind. No, you know what? It'll be a fun activity. Yeah. All right, so if we were more organized, what we would do is we would this is tell you the show we're going to do, and we would solicit a question over email. Okay. okay? So what I want you to do, <laughs> what I want you to do is guess what show we're going to do, okay? <laughs> now, ask a question about that show. Send us an email. This is so convoluted. To seriesfinalepod at gmail.com. 
Do not put the name of the show in the email or the subject line, and we will respond to that question next week. Sure, do all right. that. Yeah, sounds good. But okay. more importantly, I would love for somebody who actually watched Leftovers to email us and let us know what the show is fucking That's about. That's a way better idea. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> this show really was hard to control. Like, no idea. Okay, role play. I'll be... I'll be Nora. Yes, nice. If you're Nora, then I'm going to be... You can be a pygmy. Huh? Oh, also the nun had a sexual lover. Oh, that was That fun. was like kind of a gag, and she was yeah. very defensive about it. I'll uh, be the nun. Okay, you'll be the nun. Then I guess that makes me uh, one of those Australian guys who uh, you stole beers from. Okay, Mar- you can be Marty Bowman. Who's Ma- Who's Marty Bowman? Marty Bowman. I'm Marty Bowman. Yeah, Marty was the guy. So good man. Oh, good. Marty Bowman. Here I am. Okay, we're back. I'm in Marty Bowman. I'm a. <laughs> I'm an. I'm a koala uh, killer. I kill koalas <laughs> for a living. Marty, uh, I'm a nun. Oh, okay. So you I, kill I, any koalas in your in your day to day? Hey, if uh, we want to call the devil a koala, <laughs> I've been killing that bastard ever since I came down here. Wow. Okay. No. Uh, hey, you got some nice cans on you. Eh? <laughs> what are those? Like 34D? 34DD? Marty, do we talk like that in the church? Oh, now I didn't realize we were actually in the church. We're in the church. Oh, you know, what I always say when I'm in a church is that relations between a man and a boy are okay in my book. <laughs> I found it on a pigeon, found it on a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Marty, I need to show you the catechism. Which is the rules of the Catholic Church. <laughs> it's right tattooed above my pussy. What? Oh, my gosh. Look at that. You look got that. a 1,200-page catechism tattooed above your hua? Wow. Let's take a look. You got quite a little bush, though, in the way there. Is that all right? What's, what's going on with that? help me shave it to read it. <laughs> well, I hope you don't have a tough uh, bathroom door we have to take care of. Uh I will not be lending you any shaving cream <laughs> because this should be difficult because it is the way of the devil. Okay. <laughs> you think the devil likes a shaved pussy? What did uh, you? Yeah, he does. All right. A lot easier. You're, you're kind of on a. You're kind of on a. Um, what is that called? Uh, a, a high horse here, no, uh, nun. Sister. Sister. You could call me <laughs> sister. I actually just came here to ask what you knew, and why didn't you speak up sooner? What did I know? Yeah. What do I know about the Zapruder tape? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think he's asking you about the whole sexual abuse scandal inside the Catholic oh. Church. Yeah. And why didn't you do anything to uh, stop that abuse? Yeah, none. I didn't know anything. <laughs> do you think that's what that new hit film, The Nun, is about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's what. about a nun who just sort of looks the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind. Oh. oh well, what are you show. feeling right now? Oh. Uh, here, let me guide <laughs> your hand. Let me see. Ooh, <laughs> oh. did you, Marty? Did you bring produce to the church? <laughs> uh, actually, no. I brought uh, some puppies. I put some puppies <laughs> in my sweater, and I left them out there. So if you're feeling some sweater puppies. Oh. This has been very disrespectful <laughs> of uh, the church. Hey, this broad's blonde. You want to do it in front of her? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm giving you the old rogering, the rogering <laughs> you get from the fucking masupials. Oh, there was another word you used to call it, Marty, uh, when we used to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. sending you to the other dimension. <laughs> okay. With me cock. 
<laughs> okay, that's the end of the rule. Uh, end scene. Great scene. great We did not like the show. Don't want to watch don't, it again. I might read the Wikipedia. But I, I, I yeah, I'm curious as to right what now. happened. But I okay. also will probably listen to this episode. Thanks again. for listening, gang. Thank you.